Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Retake of uh, We Have No Strong Feelings About Harry Potter episode two. Yes. Hello and welcome to We Have No Strong Feelings About Harry Potter. We have, <laughs> well, I fucked up and lost the file yeah, for this yeah, episode, so, so we're doing it again. With all the same jokes. No, no. But we, are we doing- can't remember what we said, So, but I have got yeah, my is- notes and some of them are just uh, like, I have no idea. They're, we're recording this weeks after. I lost the SD card or, equally possible, uh, transferred the files to my computer and then deleted them. Yeah, which uh, is a fun thing that Tom likes to do that I also think is really funny and cool. We are recording this uh, segment of the podcast where we talk about everything in, in Harry Potter, uh, all the films of Harry Potter. This segment, uh, this podcast specifically deals with the segment of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone at 7 minutes 50 to 17 minutes and 42 seconds. Yes. So, we are 17 minutes and 42 seconds into the film. So we're um, we're walking through the front door. We'll yes, go dot point by dot point again. We're walking through the front door of the Dursleys in a little whinging mm. number something Privet Drive. I think it might be 14 or something like that. Yay. Um, and Great job, Demi. Do you oh, like how I just chucked in a yay there? Yay. Wow. Reminds me of dad. Oh, God, no. <sighs> hey, it's uh, one thing that I have in com- contact complact with Harry Potter. Yeah. It's one thing that I have in complact You have a lot of things in common with Harry Potter. You're small. Uh, you don't need glasses. Mm. Uh, what Wait, else? what? <laughs> you have a special little talent. Yeah. Is that gobbies? Yep. You're so good at them. Yeah. Anyway. And so is this 11-year-old, I assume. Okay. So uh, um, the first thing that happens, they come through the front door. We're uh, back from the zoo, the reptile enclosure where uh, Dudley was doused with water in his little trip to the snake place. Snake piss. Mm. Snake piss Dudley, they called him from that's, then on. That's the thing they don't tell you about the snake exhibit is that all the water the snakes are bathing in is their own piss. I think... I made that joke in the first episode. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could revive it here. 
<laughs> it's been a while now. You know anyway. the great thing is you could say that about everything I say and I've got no defence and I deserve every bit it's of it. interesting. I feel like I said that in the first episode. So we're back in the house. Harry yeah. is locked once more in his cupboard under the stairs. There's no such thing as magic. Mm. Um, the God, Dursleys. His what? face is going to be red in approximately 10 minutes time. Yeah. It's, it's always red. His face is going to be, I guess, uh, puce. Yeah. What happens to red when you make it more red? Um, It goes blue. Mm. His face is going to be blue in a few minutes time when mm. he finds out that a certain someone is in fact magic. So this is a fa- uh, my one of my favourites. So Vernon Dudley, who I forget the actor's name, but he has... No, Vernon Dursley. Yes. Dud- Dudley is the child's name. Dudley is, Dudley the, is child. the child's name. So and Vernon- Habby, Habby is the boy who live. Habby live in Broom House. Yes. Um, oh, I'm the cupboard boy. <laughs> that's what he says. <laughs> Hello, that's his it's catchphrase. Me, it's me, the broom. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm next to the broom. Hello, I'm Abby. Hello, shortening hat. I'm Broomhead. I'm just on the harrypotter.fandom.com wiki and the Vernon Dursley quote they have is, there's no such thing as magic and that's attributed to Vernon's strong dislike of magic. Oh, so Vernon's strong dislike of magic said, said that. that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, one of my uh, favourite lines that like probably the first like, Six times I saw this movie. I've seen uh, these movies a lot, a lot, a lot. Yes. But the first six times I watched this movie, that just kind of went over my head because I was focusing on the child actors, I guess. Mm. And um, here's the way he's, he says, uh, oh, Marge is ill with a funny welt. <laughs> like, it's so beautiful. Most of, like, this actor's um, deliveries are just beautiful. And, like, the faces he's doing... It's just incredible. But also, Marge, by the way, I only realised watching this time, I'm like, oh, yeah, one day she gets blown up and her dog drinks her brandy. Yeah. Same Marge. Yeah, the bulldog breeder that is his sister. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to Richard Griffiths, the actor who plays Vernon Richard Grif- Griffiths, press F to pay respects. Mm, God, he's good. He, he was. He's dead. Oh, he's still good to me. Just like a certain someone. Yeah? Your dad. D- oh. <laughs> crazy how much <laughs> what no, just, were you worried no 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 it was it's just funny to me that we're doing like this is supposed to be a podcast only about harry potter it is the most we're structure still doing, and we keep we still doing yeah my dad's dead yeah so isn't it funny though like how large that like can you find out how tall richard griffiths is and absolutely potentially how much he weighed at the time of this filming probably not but like he was also i think one of his last roles was in I believe the th- mm, third or potentially fourth um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. Um, what would I love you do? And I think it might have been fourth because I don't remember the third one. But he was so much larger than he is in this movie, which is like unthinkable. Mm. He was. He is five. Uh, five point seven feet. So he's five seven. That means he's six inches taller than me. Yes. That means he's like what an average penis taller than me. Yes. Um. Yeah. Average to small. Uh, I'm I'm caught up still in, uh, but if if five point seven feet, because one foot, 
Oh, it's similar I see. to yeah, yeah a no, no, nut I... containing seventeen galleons. So I or whatever okay. the fuck is happening 5. there? Point seven. Wait, just look for him in. Look for it in. Yeah, one seven five, five foot eight. Right. So so he's like a a average to on the bigger side penis taller than me. Yeah. Um, but he's so so. Wide, yes, incredibly wide. You know, I reckon because my dad is a bit shorter than that, but he was definitely not as fat as that, which is like very impressive. Yes, he is an incredibly sized person. Yeah, does have you found out what? Like, what? I want to know the most he's ever weighed because I've seen him be extremely round. Mm, I'm not sure. I'm so sorry. You don't see him in heaps of stuff, but like, well, not now. No, nah. it would be a real thing if it. Anyway, so. Only uh, my dreams. We are back in the Dursley household, and yes. the Dursleys are a f- assaulted by letters and the owls that carry them. Fun yes. fact about the owls: yeah. all the owls in this movie were shipped in from Massachusetts. I can't remember <laughs> if I say that again in episode three. If I do, please enjoy. I don't know why you would. This is the only time we're really. Oh, maybe you do, but um, yeah, I think I do. I you do. You actually <laughs> do. I remember. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I. Why? I mean, my, I'm sure we talk about Massachusetts owls in the next episode, so I'm just going to leave it. But um, did you, so um, they start coming. There's one letter. He doesn't let Harry open it. There, the next day, there's three letters, and then I think it moves on to five. He drills the the mail slot shut, which that's not. I mean, they, they'll probably leave it on the <laughs> doorstep. Yeah, could have just written a note. Yeah, I mean. Big enough or small enough that an owl can see it. Yeah. The thing that but, I enjoy- um, But also, this, uh, I just- like, What, do you want to- Is this about- No, I was just going to say when he steps outside and sees these three owls on top of his uh, car, he uh, steps in front of his wife to protect her from the yeah. three owls. And I really like that. Yeah. That's a really nice touch. Yeah, because she's 50 mice on each other's shoulders. Yeah. And oh. he knows they'll smell her. She has the energy of a dozens of prey animals. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. She is giving off being attacked pheromones in record numbers. She's been the Simpsons hugo uh together. She's so, many, many prey animals. Uh, I think we come up on... Oh, so, yeah. Also, when he's drilling the door shot, we get a, this in insight into Harry's beautiful isolated life where he's playing with a headless knight toy (laughs) (laughs) and he's not really doing much with it. They've clearly just told him to play and Harry, like, I I mean, not to put anything on Daniel Radcliffe, but I wouldn't say that he has uh, an actor's secret with the toy. No. Not that he's supposed to, but it's just kind of going back and forth. I think that's meant to, like, he's kind of acknowledging how grim it is that he's playing with that at the time while he's doing it. Like, the character is meant to be like, this fucking sucks. So he's just like, kind of, I don't yeah. know, do I just, I don't know how to play. Strange so. that this doesn't feel as good as all the toy adverts make playing scene. Yeah. So um, eventually, uh, letters spew out of the chimbley um, yep. on a Sunday which there's not meant to be any post, which is so interesting that um, Vernon thinks that owls will conform to the postal services rules and guidelines. <laughs> I have down here, Mr. Dursley makes the cardinal mistake of believing that birds abide by human law. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they, and isn't it, it's incredible how fast the owl would have to shit those letters out to yeah, get them to spray into Vernon's face. Because up until then, we've had what I will say are diegetic letters. Yeah. Each letter has a reason for being and a clear trajectory into the scene. Oh. Then suddenly, I guess, when they are shooting out at fire hose <laughs> levels into the, uh, like, it's like a game show where they're uh, scratching for the money in the yeah, air. Yeah. It is a true storm of letters. Yeah. Presumably, Vernon is getting cut up. Oh, yeah. 
God. Oh, he's, far, he's getting cut, baby. And what's happening on the roof there? Abadabba's on that big, soft tummy. He's ripped somehow. They've cut a portal through to yeah. the six-pack that's dwelling beneath the <laughs> loam. <laughs> to the absolute chad that he swallowed for breakfast. <laughs> What's happening on the roof, though? Like, how are they getting all those things down the chimney? I just told you. they've. Uh, so a bunch of owls are holding down their one big fat owl that's <laughs> shitting out the letters with such ver- velocity. <laughs> no, 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 no. One of them is jumping on his tummy. Yep. The last few, few spurts of letters. So um, and then I think... I do want to say one thing, that this is a absolute horror movie. Oh, yeah. Without the... Yeah. It is fucking horrifying. Oh, yeah. Dudley has... Again, Dudley, best child actor in the movie. Yeah. He's leaping into his uh, mother's arms yeah. completely in the style of an old cartoony... Uh, Scooby-Doo? Cat. Yes. Like in a Scooby-Doo. A Scooby-Doo. He's a Scooby-Doo. He's Scooby-Doo. And he is... Terrified, and when he looks at his father and says, "Dad's gone mad, hasn't he?" Yeah, and Petunia has nothing to say. Yeah, just kind of like looks at him and then looks back. She's doing good face work too. She's got such a good character she, face. It, genuinely, if we just slammed the Hereditary soundtrack on this, oh, I reckon good. we could win an award. Yeah, so good. Um, and then we come to uh, we're going away, far away, where they can't find us. <laughs> cut to Alcatraz. It's smash cut to <laughs> the most isolated place in the world. Yep. Just three PlayStation 2 assets slammed on top of each other. <laughs> one big rock in the stormiest sea. Yeah. No, eco- no ecosystem. Yeah. Very, no a very tall shack they've gone three into. three-story tall. It's really interesting. I think they had hut. to they had to cut the Assassin's Creed that's climbing the tower <laughs> in every single frame that they're showing of this house. Yeah, this is where Ubisoft takes all the Assassin's Creed levels that aren't good enough and yeah. just leaves them there to perish. Yeah. So... It, um, um, we come in there. Harry is drawing what looks like a birthday bean on the floor. <laughs> yeah, I putting have. candles in it. Yeah, Harry is uh, drawing his uh, his typical uh, terrible birthday menorah. Yeah, which is just a uh, just an oval. <laughs> it's an oval with oval four with candles on top. An oval with teeth. <laughs> yeah, he yells "Happy birthday, Harry!" and he blows. Does a, he yell no, that? He yell. Does he yell it? <laughs> I have very sensitive ears. <laughs> Oh, boy. And then what happens, just as it ticks over to midnight, well, they're visited by someone. Who could they be visited by? Because, and I can't emphasise this enough, there's no visible means of approach to or from the island. <sighs> the Dursleys are you have forgetting, taken... Are you forgetting at least 14 minutes ago when we saw Hagrid land in Little Whinging on his flying motorcycle? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like... I'm we know that we, as an audience, know that Hagrid has a flying motorcycle. Yes, I'm saying that it it could only be him visiting them because there is no visible means to access the island or leave it. The Dursleys... Basically, what I'm saying is that Vernon has taken his family here to die. Yeah. Oh, and so I see. Like, that's the only thing that they could be doing so here. Your qualm so when a knock comes your, at the your door... Your qualm isn't with, like, who is visiting them. Rather, why does he have them in a place where they can they escape? Certainly. I, I am not questioning the validity of Hagrid arriving at this place. Of or any places. other wizard, really. Yes, certainly. Mm. I am questioning how... The Dursleys arrived at this place. Mm. What Airbnb manager, like, how good is the Wi-Fi that they were willing to take all these other fucking... Oh, no, this is actually, I think... All expli- this wet rock. No, this is explained in the Harry Potter um, FAQ. Um, Hagrid dropped him off. And then <laughs> he gets back to the mainland and goes, 
Hold on a minute. Now, to watch out for those Dursleys and the Potter, but <laughs> wait a second. Wait just a second, that mustachioed family. <laughs> um, Harry, so- by the way, here is serving looks. He's got a cinched grey shirt in brown slacks. He's, he's, he's he, every skinny goth bitch. He looks like a Chinese international student. But like a real trendy one. Yeah, like a streetwear, mm. like what did you wear today outfit poster. Yeah, mug beat to high heaven, hunty. <laughs> oh, God. What? Uh, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Robbie Coltrane arrives, kicks the door in. Vernon immediately tries to murder him. Yeah, has a shotgun that is loaded and cocked yeah. and only avoids murdering him because uh, Hagrid Batmans the barrel straight mm. up Yeah, at which Vernon just pulls the trigger. Yeah, which, by the way, that also takes a lot of strength on Vernon's part. Oh, yeah. Like to hold it in place. Yeah, you're right. Like, why is Vernon allowing him to break his probably expensive shotgun? Yeah, why does Vernon not, after firing one barrel, simply aim down and therefore <laughs> fire? Because he it's just bent at a right angle upwards. So this is a simple geometry. But, all, yeah, also that doesn't work in the world. Yeah, in, it does. In the world. It did for, for the it did. first gun fire because the gunfire <laughs> happened and it went up. Yeah. So the bullet still happens. Yeah. And it goes the out the end. The bullet does still happen, in fact. Bullet still happens. So um, anyway, Haggard comes in, Vernon tries to murder him, and then Haggard. Imagine if he'd gotten it off. If he was just bush, fucking murdered him. The next no, because it would have gotten caught in his thick hide. I still think that it's possible that the next ninety minutes in J.K. Rowling's first draft were of the Dursleys hiding a body. Oh yeah, yeah. I d- we'll have to get Harry to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, then Robbie Coltrane as Haggard, I think, um, he says, now this isn't a direct quote, but basically says, hello, fat child. <laughs> yeah. Are you Harry? You're a fat child. Boy, 
I sure dropped a baby off here, and now what do I see before me but a fat little shit? Yeah, so uh, that's Dubly that he's talking to. Mm. Um, eventually he says, I'm not Harry, and I'm Harry, and, and the hot grunge bitch um, steps into frame. Okay, and there we are referring to, once again, the 11-year-old Harry Potter. Petunia Dursley gets her audition monologue off. It uh-huh. rules. Yes. She's such a great actor. Uh, nothing but love for the Dursleys. Yeah. This watch. Uh, she calls her dead sister a freak. Oh, hold on. You're missing one of the best parts of this scene. Please. Like, I've, I've got something for you. Might have sat on it on the way over. Oh, yeah, we're Haggard. It'll, it'll just taste, it'll taste just as good. Yep. Because I shit dragees. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> He's making that, I mean, sitting on a cake, oh, you know? I see. I thought... And I piss frosting. I thought that he was thinking, uh, you were thinking of him. Uh, I, I sat on it when the way over, but I'm sure it'll taste just as good. It's called my balls. <laughs> I Harry, landed speaking in a falsetto. I know. I know you're 11. Do you eat ass? <laughs> I know. I'm ahead of my time. Fuck. So, um, uh, why is Hagrid allowed that umbrella? I'm sure they don't know that he has it. I bet it's just like Dumbledore being kind, but it's crazy that he's allowed that umbrella. Yeah. It is. Which, as far as I can see, only has fire and pig capabilities. Yeah. <laughs> Two of the world's elements, <laughs> fire and pig. It's meant to just, I guess, keep Hagrid in bacon. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they've given him is the potential to, I don't know, craft a robust uh, ramen, yeah. a beautiful morning bacon, a, sup, a, a, a sumptuous ham sandwich. Yep. But then I, I just know various if, hot pig. Yeah. Um. So at what? one point, Harry questions Hagrid, saying "muggle." Hagrid, of course, turns around and goes, "Oh, sorry, the M word." Oh no, no, you no, can't no. say anything these days. No, this is what I. Uh, that's very funny. This is what I do. <laughs> oh, fuck. Thanks, man. This is what I do love about. I, it's just I'm so sick of this laughter stuff. So yeah. the. Cold acknowledgement of this is very funny. Oh fuck yeah! That was it was funny. So um oh wow again. So the way feels so good. But the way that Robbie Coltrane delivers that line is actually fucking great. Like because in a lot of even the following movies in this series and a lot of other movies, when something about lore is explained, Mm. they're like, oh. I'm sorry. That's what we call sit down on me large tree trunk knee, and I'll riddle ye a tale of why the M word came to be. You know, they like go the fuck on about it, but he just turns to him and goes, "Not magical folk." Hey, Dudley Bogalogadobado, and goes on with the rest of his speech. And I just think that's a really good. Don't you think that's a good like delivery of that? Mm. Non magical folk. That's really funny. I could see you pursing your lips the whole time I was saying that. Just it wasn't meant to be funny. I just wanted to tell you some things that I liked. I do agree with that. It's yeah, nice great. to have one character who obviously like has to be an exposition dump, but is uh, yeah, it, it is so comfortable in that role. Yeah. Robbie Coltrane is just such a charming yeah. presence in this film. Mm, now, and allow me to just uh, make up for something to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Wonderful. Very, really good. Yeah. Um, Oh boy, that's fucked my. But ears. you didn't like that. No, yeah, that's we're running so this one through all phonic. That was really bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, so man. any trivia for me? Yeah, during filming, Daniel Radcliffe changed the f- screen language on Robbie Coltrane's mobile phone to Turkish. <laughs> 
Coltrane had to phone hair designer Anthony Fennell's Turkish father in order to find out Turkish for change language. Oh, my God. <laughs> How did he phone him? <laughs> I assume there was another person around or potentially hey, hey. he got her to operate through the phone yeah. to get to her father. Hey, Siri, I mean... Goin and Sirji. I don't know Turkish. <laughs> oh, yeah. Goin and Soji is actually the perfect translation. Uh, I have another piece of trivia for you. This is one of the only scenes where you can clearly see... <laughs> and I know I paused this to point it out to you during the film, uh, where you can see Hagrid's body double. Uh, Hagrid's body double is, of course... Uh, fuck, where is he? Martin Bayfield. Martin Bayfield, the wonderful rugby player, six foot ten inches tall. Eleven, wearing... isn't it? Six eleven. Isn't it six eleven? Six foot ten. I thought it was six eleven. Martin Bayfield, feet, height, feet, six ten. I don't know why. I don't know why I second guessed you either because you were Neither the one that I. looked it up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all very interesting, isn't it? huh? that interesting yeah let's stick around here for a bit <laughs> well because for um when we were trying to look up denise richards or whatever his name is vernon's height you said that it was like <laughs> 5.8 and i was like yeah but wait can mm. we let's check oh although i do 6.10 would be seven feet <laughs> yep kill me okay anyway oh, we get fuck. to see this wonderful creepy head Sticking out of animatronic the, mask. Yes, it's basically just a bucket with a beard t- stapled to it. It blinks, but quite slowly, and like barrels the camera because I assume he can't really see what he's looking at he underneath. Has no it. idea. God, that sucks. They just have to point him at it. So whenever the other people are interacting with Hagrid in a wide shot, or Hagrid has his back to the camera and is near them, they are next to the unthinking, unfeeling wax face of absolute horror. Yeah. Also. Covering a very handsome man. He is very handsome. He's like, I was saying Martin that Bayfield, this very is a, handsome. a thing about rugby players is they always draw a fine line between like, oh, look at that broad, quite handsome man. And mm. hey, monstrosity, get over here and tie my shoes for me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me some more trivia. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Actually, I wanted to know a different thing. Um, so did, uh, do we know... Oh, by the way, should we give like a timestamp on when you can see that mask? Do you have a timestamp? Uh, no. Uh, well, let's drop one in after. Well, they, they can just Google it. All it's, right. Hey, guys, think, Google hey, it. You know what? At some point, they'll be. it'll be easier to do that than, you know, get to their DVD of the movie or whatever. So, so I'll, I'll drop it in right here. So you can see it at... You're not going to drop it in? No. So, okay. um, any more trivia for it's me? It's good that we were able to loop back and get that bit of dead air, though. Any more trivia for no, me? No, indeed. No? None. So, um, I, li- I, I really like this scene. I think it's, like, one of the funnest. This sequence is great. It's really good, isn't it? It feels so long since we saw Hagrid. Even though it's only been, like, minutes in the film. Yeah, still- literally about 14 minutes. Yeah, so, such a short time. He's only been the prologue and then 10 minute, you know, ten years of Harry's life. But it's wonderful to see him again. He's, He's a just- great actor. The Dursleys are incredible. What, the do Dursleys you have a highlight of this watch? Um, I think it's Hello, Fat Child. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the pig and heat magic, I think, is just beautiful. Everything with Hagrid, it just it just rules. I would say actually, my favorite um, thing that isn't really it's not really podcast fodder, but one of my favorite moments in this movie is Vernon um, slowly one by one burning the letters that um, they've received and does a double take, looks at Harry, and then kind of cheeses at him with the most delightfully ugly British look on his face. Oh, teeth, absolutely. Akimbo somehow. Uh Uh-huh. All of the teeth came in one by one and chose their own place. They're kind of scattered around like they're in the breakfast club. None of them want to be too near to get each other or copying each other's pose. His teeth are millennials. They're just all beautiful snowflakes. Uh Uh-huh. Each (laughs) one unique. Each one at a new fun angle. Some of them upside down. Uh, How? Some of the teeth growing out of other teeth. What? The British are a mystery. Yeah. I think my highlight British was... British are a mystery. I think my highlight would be just uh, the wonderful photo of Dudley that we get to see again in the house where he is doing just the world's perfect shit-eating grin. Oh, yeah. Is that when... Does he have a little straw hat on in that or is that the one where his hair is, like, slicked? It's the one where his hair is slicked perfectly. Mm. The straw hat that features in the scene, also very good. Oh, it's so fucking good. Demi had- that's him in his school uniform, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. You had a school uniform like that, didn't you? I was dressed exactly like the little prince (gasps) himself. It was bad. I went is actually... um, My school uniform was a jacket, uh, shorts or long pants and a... Uh, a blazer jacket, and a straw hat. And I would never wear shorts because I was very self-conscious about how hairy my legs were. So I, I think was your legs now are beautiful, by the way. at all times. I never wore shorts in summer, mm. and go, even going to school in Tom's Australian got some, summer. Tom's got some real squatch legs. But mm. um, real quick. I'm squatched out. Yeah. I'm caked I, up. So we all know that like um, Neville, who we meet later in the movie, grew up to be very handsome. Yes. I have a feeling that Dougley might be the same. Mm. Potentially, he has the potential. I feel. Oh, there's that that face. I love so hard. Look at that. He's really good. Um, Harry Melling. We're looking him up now. Whoa! Yeah, he looks great. Yeah, he. He looks- still got like he still looks like. You know what oh. he kind of looks? Oh my god, he's baby Quentin Tarantino. Oh no! Oh no! I know we just said he was kind of handsome, but oh fuck, he is no, though, isn't he? There he looks. There like- he's not. There he looks like fucking like. Um, not Tom Holland, the Loki. Yes. Looks like Loki. Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. But this right here, that is fucking, that's baby Quentin. Yeah. If he doesn't Shit. play his angles right, he can look a little bit Quenty. But you know what? I'm going to say it. He looks nice. He looks nice. He He's got pretty big Merlin. ears that you don't realize. Yeah. Oh, he was in Merlin. What, who did he play? Hmm. You know what? I think maybe he played Merlin. That's crazy. Good for him. He does. Is that Merlin? I don't know. Look like Merlin to me. No, I think he was someone else in Merlin. Cool. Oh, yeah, no, he played Gilly. Ah. All right, well. It's like Merlin Gimli. What feelings do you have about Harry Potter, Um, Danny? My feelings are unchanged. I have no strong feelings about Harry Potter. Uh, what kind of feelings do you have about Tom? To really actually sum it up completely, I would say I have no strong feelings about Harry Potter. All right. Um, this has been episode two, filmed fourth. <laughs> in the series. All right. This is episode two of We Have No Strong Feelings About Harry Potter. I love you. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.